As we've studied the life of Joseph with Scott Pauling, we've learned that this study isn't necessarily about Joseph, but instead about the God who was with Joseph, even in the darkest of circumstances. As you look at your own circumstances through the eyes of faith, do you recognize God's presence? Oh, that we could learn to live in the presence of God. Be sure to stay tuned after today's study to learn more about Scott's book on the life of Joseph, entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. If you were to take Genesis chapters 42 to 47 and read them in one setting, I'd recommend you do that. Genesis 42 through 47, read them in one setting, and then say, we're going to boil all of this down, this story of of Joseph down to one word, what would the word be? I'd like to give you the word today. It is the word forgive. Forgive. We're talking about how this man served the Lord in his difficulty. We've learned that he did what he could right where he was. He ministered to others. He waited on God. He refused to get stuck in his past. But let's really get down to the nitty-gritty. This is, this is where it gets a little sticky. This is where it gets hard, frankly. He chose to forgive. Remember I said he refused, and there's a refusing and a choosing in life? Well, he refused to get stuck in his past, and then he had to choose intentionally, on purpose, to forgive those who had done him wrong. And if you'll read those chapters slowly and meditatively, you'll see this spirit of forgiveness woven through the whole thing. But I think probably in those chapters, the greatest summary of that forgiveness is in Joseph's own words. Let me read them to you today in Genesis chapter number 45. He's having a conversation with his his brothers. In verse number 4, Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray you. And they came near. And he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. Wow. Can you imagine that moment? After all he's been through, after all the time that has elapsed, after all they've done against him, and now they're staring him in the face. They've come begging bread, remember? And Joseph is now revealing himself to his brothers. He's the prime minister of Egypt. Think about that. And then immediately, in verse 5, he says, Now therefore be not grieved, nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. What a statement of faith. First word, In verse number 5, it's interesting, it's the word now. Remember, he's not living in the past. Now. Boys, let's pick up where we left off right now. Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither, for God did send me before you to preserve life. He said, you sold me, but God sent me. In verse 6, he says, For these two years hath the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest, and God sent me. Here it is the second time he says it. God sent me before you to preserve your posterity in the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance. Remember I said to you that Joseph had the mind of a minister. How can I serve? How can I help? Instead of trying to get vengeance, revenge on these men, what could he get out of them? He's already thinking about how he can minister to them, how he can help them. Uh, how he can speak good into their life. That's the fullness of forgiveness. Forgiveness is not just saying, well, all right, well, we'll, we'll try to get past this. No, forgiveness is not just dealing with the negative. It's positive in nature. It's, it's a giving. In fact, the greatest giving is forgiving. If you take the word forgiving, break it down, 
The word giving is right in the heart of it. It's a giving nature. And Joseph is not a taker. He's a giver. He repeats himself a third time in Genesis 45, verse 8. So now it was not you that sent me hither, but God. And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh and a lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. Do you see how Joseph had learned to see God in it all? He saw God in his past, in his present, in his future. He saw good God in the good and in the evil. Uh, he saw God in the prison and in the palace. He saw God. Uh, do you have the faith today to look at your current circumstance, whatever it is or whoever it is, and see the Lord at work in that? Because that is vital. And I'm convinced that one of the things holding back the blessing of God on so many people is unforgiveness. Is there anyone today you need to forgive? You know, sometimes that's the hardest task, isn't it? Because circumstances may even get better, but the hurt doesn't always go away. And here's what I've learned. You cannot serve when there's bitterness in your heart. Hebrews warns against a root of bitterness. If you want good fruit, in our last study we talked about being fruitful. If you want good fruit, then you've got to have good roots. And if you're digging down into the soil of bitterness, uh, bitterness never produces blessing. No good thing ever grows in the soil of bitterness. And so what must we do? We must forgive. And here's how Joseph did it. And I think it's the only way any of us have the power to forgive. He looked beyond the people who did him wrong to the one who was greater than all of that. He's looking at these brothers, but he's not really looking at them. Spiritually, he's got his eyes on God. He sees God behind the scenes and above it all and greater than all. That's why the Bible says that we're to forgive others even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. How does God forgive us? Not by looking to us. God forgives us by looking to Christ, the great Savior, the perfect substitute and sacrifice. Praise God for that. All right, turn it around. Apply that to your circumstance. How can you forgive someone else? Not by looking at them. Because as long as you're concentrating on what they did against you and their personality and their words, all you're going to do is go deeper and deeper into the hurt. But if you can look beyond them and see the greatness of God and remember what God has forgiven you of, then that will enable you and give you the power, even as God uh, has forgiven you, to forgive someone else. I think in these chapters, this this great section from Genesis 42 to 47. And there's an interesting little picture that I used to just kind of run over and, and miss. But do you remember at one occasion when they came for food, before they knew who he was, and uh, they, they paid their money, and then what did he do? He sent them off, and he put all the money back in their sacks, and he had a reason for doing it. But what an interesting picture. He wasn't trying to get anything out of them. He wasn't trying to take from them. He was, he was giving it back. Oh, my friend, May God help us who have been given so much forgiveness and mercy. May God help us to pass that on and give it to somebody else. Would you pray today, dear Lord, help me, enable me to forgive? You see, you not only have to move past your past, you have to help other people move past their past. We've got to get beyond this if we're going to enter into the future that God has for us. Your difficulty dear listener, could be the means of feeding many. Think about this. Joseph would end up feeding his entire family, saving an entire nation, and all of that grew out of the famine he had to go through, out of the struggle and stress and strain he had to endure. So I want to say to you today, whatever your difficulty, keep serving. 
refuse to be sidetracked. Do what you can where you are. Minister to others. Wait on God. Don't get stuck in your past. Forgive. And remember this. The Lord is with you. O Lord, teach us today this truth. Seal it to our hearts and let the Holy Spirit make the application where we all need it. And help us to keep moving forward as Joseph did in the presence of God and help us to discover all that you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. As believers, we long for the day that we see the Lord and forever will be in His presence in heaven. But friend, you and I do not have to wait until then to live in the presence of God. In Joseph's life, we are reminded that the Lord desires that we stay in His presence throughout each day and in every circumstance. This was the open secret of Joseph's life. Scott has a tremendous resource that will equip you to live in God's presence. His book on the life of Joseph entitled, The Lord Was With Joseph. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org forward slash Joseph to download the free digital book, access the audiobook, or purchase the hard copy version. Our prayer is that this will inspire your daily walk with the Lord.